everybody, welcome to another episode of HP Critical. It's a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Drell and I'm joined by Kelly. Hi, everybody. And Brandon. Hello, everyone. And our wonderful special guest who has been, uh, like, away for far too long. Which is my fault, because I should have had you back, like, a long time ago. Wesley, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm super excited to be back. It has been a minute, probably... Since last year, at least, but I'm it very It has been. Here. You were here before episode 69, and it is episode, like, 99 right. or yeah. something. Uh, we had to we had to get, uh, what's that guy's name? Damn, you forgot Sterling. Sterling? <laughs> wow! Oh, Yo. man. Don't tell him not to watch this episode. You forgot his name live on stream. You guys know that, like, I, just, I was just telling y'all. Oh, my God. See? Yeah. See? Everything is just going crazy for me today. Oh, um, man. But like, let's just let's just hop into some uh, gaming news for the week, if that's okay with let's you guys. I'm gonna do a little bit of stuff from last week as well, because um, I, I I think we missed some stuff from last week. I think someone just arrived at my house, so I'm right, gonna right, give right. you guys a topic to talk about, and I'll be <laughs> right back. Um, What's so the topic? Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is from GamingBible.co.uk. The EA uh, EA seemingly mock people who like single-player games, and they immediately uh. regret it. Um, so there was a tweet, which I'm going to read to you guys really quick uh, when I find it. Oh, my God. Uh, where is it? Oh, no. Okay, there it is. So you guys know that trend that's going on that's like, they're a 10, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So EA did one that said they're a 10, but they only like playing single-player games. Now, I, for one, love single-player games, but I want to hear what you guys think about that tweet and its reception, which was not good, and I will be right back. Well, I mean, they said that they only like single-player games, so it's not like they said they like single-player games, you know? Like, oh, they only like single-player games. Like, it's not really that horrible. I didn't read the comments, though. (laughs) I think, were they trying to go for, like, I think they were trying to say... Like, they should lose hot points because they don't play multiplayer as well. But, I don't know. I think people took it as, um, if they like single player, then they yeah. suck. That's definitely and how also, people took it, yeah. Yeah, and they were, like, like weeks late to the trend. Or at least, I don't know, I've been seeing this all over TikTok, like, <laughs> the a social, month ago. Yeah. The social media pages are almost always late to the, tr- to the trend. Yeah. It's, like, the only ones that I see that are usually on top of it is, like, the Sonic and the Among Us Twitter page. Everyone else is always too late mm-hmm. to the trend. But no, no, no. Like, yeah. uh, the defenders of that tweet, I will say, that for their perspective was very similar to what Kelly just said. It was that, um, you know, you got your significant other and... They only want to play a single player game. So if you want to like play a game with them, oh, I only like single player games. That's what th- those people were saying. The ones that are yeah. defending, the, that's who are defending the tweet. But yeah, definitely most more people took it as like saying that single player games bad. And it was like, I don't think that was the intention. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. But boy, <laughs> a lot a lot of people who run social media channels had spoken out about this, saying that. When you're a corporation and you have a social media manager that just like posts out posts out stuff, they go through like different layers of like um, scrutiny to make sure that this wouldn't like uh, you know step on anyone's toes, don't break any legal stuff, all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know I'm gonna say that this one didn't go probably through enough peer review, <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, so that people would take it the completely wrong way. And boy, that's what happened. And then a few days ago, they uh, basically just accepted the L and was like, you know, that actually makes them 11. I was like, uh, that, that save needed to come like a day earlier or maybe like an hour after the tweet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, better late than ever, I, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's a messy situation. 
I love they have both. Like... What's up, yeah. Jerome? What'd you say, Jerome? I said I love both. Yeah, both are great. Yeah. I'm I mean, both. it just yeah. feels like people... I feel like people just blew it kind of out of proportion because it's yeah. like... Like, they they only like single... I don't know, it's... No, no, no. The, the pro- I feel like the real problem is that it's EA that's saying it. Because EA yeah. has had some bad press recently. So mm-hmm. when you come out and say, well, they're 10, but they like, like, not if they, they don't like single player games, or whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know. It's been a day. Um, you can't just come out and say that when people already have, a, like, a, a way about you, or when you, you do, like, you have a bunch of multiplayer titles, but whatever. Don't they make um, that Star Wars game that I was complaining about with the white they guy sure, with the red hair? They sure fucking did. <laughs> Man, fuck y'all. You see? You do shit like that, and that's why. That's why people and, and that, and that, that game called Star Wars Jedi, fall, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. And that's the funny it's thing. It's a funny single that, player game. It's, it's a single, a single player, player game. game. Exactly. And, and, and that was the funny thing about that, because obviously the Battlefront, like Battlefront 1, uh, EA's Battlefront 1, that is, was so multiplayer focused, it didn't even have a campaign. And then, of course, Battlefront 2, as a response to that, had a great single player campaign in addition to its robust multiplayer. But, you know, you know, EA had gotten a lot of flack for only focusing on multiplayer games and only doing these uh, uh, games as a service games. So, Jedi Fallen Order was almost like a response to all that to give them, like, this robust single player game. And, to, and for a Star Wars game, its marketing wasn't like. 10 out of 10, I'd give it, like, a. this marking was, like, a nice 7 or 8 out of 10. Like, it was somewhat obscure. It almost felt like EA was trying to prove a point with that game. It was like, yeah, to make it as best you can. I'm telling you, people don't like these single-player games. And then it, like, did really well. <laughs> I was like, damn, y'all really like these single-player games? <sighs> That's the same one that we talked about when they were, like, when they had, the, when there was a, a developer who complained about, uh, like, making him another white guy, right? Yeah. That's that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Yeah. That's all I needed to know about you, EA. <laughs> That's it. Wesley, were you saying something? I feel like you were saying something a while ago. Um, I don't remember. Oh, maybe uh, I was gonna say that like is, EA isn't even like like the meme type of company on social media, so it's felt no, so out of nowhere too. They're not. Yeah. yeah, that did come out of nowhere. Now that you mentioned well, it, well, like they were just trying to be like, "Hey guys, look at us. We're literally, literally, we st- <laughs> literally, yeah. st- Steve Buscemi walking in with this game. We're saying, yeah. "How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Diablo Immortal, have you guys heard about Diablo Immortal and how, like, you would have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to get basically anything in that game that you want? And people are spending them shit zillion dollars. Go on and tell us a story, Jerome. Thanks, Brandon. Um, so people have been voicing concerns about the game's in-app purchases and the amount of money that it would reportedly take a player to max out their character and gear, and at least one streamer spent far too much money proving just how rare and hard it is to get the best gems in the game. Uh, Blizzard, for its part, has remained mostly silent, likely counting its money and developing Diablo 4. This is from Kotaku.com, written by Zach Zwiezen. And um, the title of the article is Despite, Black La- B- Despite Backlash... Diablo Immortal is making a million dollars a day. A day. I feel like... So the reason I wanted to bring this up specifically is because I want you guys' opinions on this. <laughs> if if it's like a, a free-to-play game, right? And uh, we we all know how free-to-play games work. Um, if it's a free-to-play game, but your, your fans are complaining about just how much money they have to spend to be able to be competitive in this game, to be able to rank up and get the gems, etc., um, 
one fan said it would actually cost over $500,000 just to be able to play the game in a way that allows you to have enough gems to complete your character. $500,000, which, you know, makes sense as to why they're making a million dollars a day. Um, what is this? Like, is this okay? Is this not okay? Is it okay because people are allowed to spend whatever they want on, like, their money on whatever they want to spend it on? Is it just extortion of the consumer at this point? Like, how do we feel about this one? I want to say first off that this is pretty ironic because boy, Diablo Immortal when it first got announced, people were not happy about it because it was like, trash. Because it was trash, and it was like a mobile game. Like it had that famous thing where they revealed it, and the guy said, "What? You guys don't have phones?" There's like like yeah. that. There's that one, <laughs> and then like, like and that, I, I think I, like I think it was like like didn't Immortal get announced first and four afterwards, or was that a separate conference altogether? I'm just trying to remember. I think it was before. Yeah, because I think they announced four as like a way to a, a, like appease people that were pissed off. Oh yeah, the Blizzard way. Year. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Yes, I'm like, I'm Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we fucked up. Uh here's this cool thing you want. Yeah, yeah. I forgot everything. Here's the logo. <laughs> the logo. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, so I, I just find it funny that Immortal like had such like uh, fan backlash. People were like, crying, and then it actually comes out, and people are spending the money. Now, obviously, the people that are spending the money on the, this ridiculous amount of money on this game are not the same people that were upset about it. They, they, it's a more, it's Diablo. They, they play it. They. They, they don't they have the dispendable income they'll spend the however much to make their character great or whatever it doesn't matter to them ultimately it's unfortunate because you know you can yell from the rooftops get as many people as you want say this sucks i don't want this but money talks are a lot much louder than any voice that can be spoken and they're making a million dollars a day so you know they're they're just like the money's there whatever I don't care. Not no. to, to, to answer your question, to answer your question though, whether this is okay, um, no, it's awfully predatory of them to have that much money just to like max out a character. Five hundred thousand dollars is a bit much. Like there are other a bit <laughs> like what <laughs> a bit That's a bit more a, than a bit much. It's, it's like a mansion. You can buy a mansion. Legit, really. you can buy a whole house. That's 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 that is like several house payments, five hundred thousand dollars. It is like I can't imagine like having that much disposable income but just to make sure you care. I can pay all of my school loans, and then I can buy a house and a car. Honestly, honestly, it's it's. That's the it, thing. Who is this? Who are these streamers? Too? <laughs> like, we gotta, spending that we gotta much, talk right? to them as well, because like, like, what are y'all doing? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. How are you getting this money? You are you're proving budget? a point, but like, you're also giving Blizzard five hundred thousand dollars. Your point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just like Blizzards are like, all right, damn, you sure got us. Man, <laughs> as they po- as they pocket the five hundred thousand dollars, like, dang, we learned our lesson. Exactly. Somebody's yeah. scamming here. There's a scam going on. That's all I'm gonna say. Allegedly. Okay, hold on. This just this me. reminded me of a of a separate story that it's probably not gonna docket. <laughs> I just want to bring this up real quick. Nintendo recently had their financial briefings. Actually, there's two things I can bring up. First off, I just want to point out that Fire Emblem Heroes is and it's I think fifth year anniversary is the first Nintendo game to br- uh, make over a billion dollars in revenue. So good on them. But what I really want to bring up was the fact that <laughs> there is a fan hardcore fan. That bought like maybe forty thousand or four hundred thousand dollars worth of stock in Nintendo, so they could attend the stockholder meeting. And then oh, they, yeah. And then and they went to Nintendo and was like, "Hey, what's going on with some of your franchises like F Zero and Mother and stuff like that?" And was basically just told that, um, you know, we're th- we're always thinking about it, but it's unrealistic for us to have sequels every game. We talked about that last episode on the podcast, even about that. And can you imagine spending four hundred thousand dollars just to ask, "Yo, when's F Zero?" 
<laughs> I mean, if you got it. And then it. they say, like, we don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> right? The worst part is the actual response. Like, asking, yeah. okay, but the actual response, like, I hope you were ready for, for uh, the, the sad uh, denial yeah. of your request. Like, that guy did not do enough research because Nintendo obviously listens to their stockholders. You have to listen to your stockholders because they're literally paying your bills. But Nintendo is famous for, you know, appeasing the stockholders while still doing their own damn thing. And sometimes the stockholders are not happy about it, but they do it anyway. So this man, <laughs> I don't know what this man was, was, was thinking to accomplish with his $400,000, thinking that he was going to make that much of a difference. Nintendo's going to Nintendo. Um, but yeah, like, uh, Kelly or Wesley, anything on this one? How are you feeling about that much money that it requires, uh, for players to even, like, get, uh, to finish a character? Kelly, you're muted. Sorry. Uh, I was gonna do a joke about, like, from BoJack Horseman, where they're like, I've heard of pay-to-play, but this is ridiculous. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know to get the character fully leveled up I, I don't know i mean that just seems like i mean it's a mobile game but this is ridiculous i that's just a little overkill for me but then again it is a mobile game like i mean i know that people here on this podcast have spent a lot of money on mobile games so i'm just ah. um i don't know I don't think that I've spent, or even, I, that I will within my lifetime, I don't think that I would spend half a million dollars on video games as a whole. I'm talking with yearly subscriptions to Xbox and PlayStation and whatever the fart else I have to pay for, like, yeah. plus systems, plus everything. I don't think I'd spend 500 grand. So, it's a lot. That's way too much. And especially for some fucking shitty mobile game? What? What are we talking about? Diablo is fun. The, I don't know about the mobile a, a more, game. Oh, okay, it okay. Half a million dollars fun. <laughs> it ain't that fun. Yeah, no, I mean, I've never, never played a game that is that fun. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I guess, I guess we'll never have half a million dollars. So I hope we know. You know. Hey, hey, hey! What are you talking about? If I did, though, I don't. I would like to think I would not be spending it on a game. <laughs> I wouldn't be spending spending it on a mobile game. That is yeah. for damn sure. The worst part. The worst part about like, and what kind of like prevents me from like spending like any like ridiculous amount of money on on any mobile game for that matter, is the fact that their life is finite. Like yeah. once the service ends, like those games are just not available. Like. You, we, we've talked uh, many times in this podcast about like game preservation. Mobile games are pretty much the antithesis of that because once their server's done, they are just straight up pulled. Like Dr. Mario World well, didn't do that great for Nintendo. But yeah, once that game was done, it was done. You cannot download that game anymore. And if you do still have it downloaded, you're just going to get sent to a thank you for playing screen, essentially. Everything that, you put in, everything that you bought in that game is nothing. Honestly, I just think that this is so messed up, Blizzard. Why are y'all doing this? Y'all already don't have a great rep. Like, I just really feel yeah. like if you're making, if you're literally making a million dollars a day on your mobile game, well, I guess it's not, you know, I guess I would just sit back and be like, why? Like, why are we making this much? And if we are, we probably shouldn't be. There's nowhere, like, I, I don't, I can't imagine me working there and being like guys I, like we're making this i'd probably be like now nah, there's something wrong we should definitely not be making a million dollars a day like we're on a, on a whatever it doesn't matter so final fantasy 14 uh they had these really cool billboards that kelly and i talked about oh, i let me rephrase that 
Final Fantasy XIV had some billboards. They were cool to some people and not cool to other people. Um, and there's been an update on that story, but I just, I, I have to talk about this one because Kelly and I are the resident Final Fantasy XIV players. Wesley, have you played Final Fantasy XIV? I have it installed all the time and I've been paying for like two years oh, no! every month. Oh, no! But no, I do play it like every now and then. I have... I last year I finally beat like a Realm Reborn, just like the you know base story. Um, I would I'm, I have like a bit of a salty feeling for the game because you know how this this trial that everybody talks about, and if you play the trial, you can play up through what Heaven's Sword for free. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. Um. So back when it came out on PS4, I used the trial and then played a good bit, and um, that still counts. Like I can't use the trial anymore to play through heaven's sword so like i have to buy i have to buy it like I, it's not free for me like it is for most people that just start a new account but i like my old character too much to get rid of him so um yeah every time i turn it on i'm like dang it you got me but that said i really like it i could just i could sit on the main menu and just listen to the music all day some of my favorite we gotta get you into a raid Hell yeah. I, I need to, that's another thing too is I've never what's played your, with uh, anybody. What's your character? Um a bard. It was <gasps> an archer and then a bard, I think. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So oh, you're a DPS. Yeah, I think. <laughs> we, I don't know. I play alone, so I just do everything. <laughs> you, you, we have to play together. You gotta come yeah. we should, yeah. and raid with us. It's a great time. I've been trying to get Brandon to do it, but he won't. Um, but anyway, like too much I, of them you know, single like, player games. I see. <laughs> I, well, technically, technically, Final Fantasy fourteen is also a single player game now. It can you be. can play through the whole game by yourself. As was you not even have to join people. <laughs> no, like because because usually you have to join people for dungeons. Um, they're they're putting an update so that now you can just join NPCs. You literally can play by yourself the whole game. Like you don't even Ooh. have to play with other people if you that, want. That that dungeon, I quit and I haven't played another dungeon since. I think because it's part of the story. I think I'm gonna try to do that with NPCs. You really should. It's great because they have little dialogue. Um, but anyway, before I continue you talking about how great Final Fantasy XIV is. Uh, so there was a group called uh, Rain. They run a nightclub in Final Fantasy XIV. So I'm assuming that like I'm the only person who's been to a nightclub in FF14. I want to go, yeah. but I'm never invited. So. Oh my god, come with me! I went is on a like, day. Okay. This is like a real nightclub, like a uh, like so dancing. So what happens? And... Yeah, yeah. So like um, uh, a lot of it's on the roleplay server, which is Balmung. It's like the official roleplay server, but it's not really roleplay server because there's no official roleplay server. Um, and essentially, what you do is like you go in and um, uh, these like uh, free companies or guilds, if you will, they host um night part nightclub parties. And so you go in and they've created like their house. They've made a nightclub in the house. And usually, what happens is oh. they'll have like a live DJ. So you'll like you'll log into Twitch and you'll see and hear the live DJ while your character is like, uh, you know, partying and dancing, and you can go to the bar and like there are actual attendants there that are literal players who are role playing as attendants in the bar. You pay them your gill, you get your drinks. It's a great time. It's wonderful. I went on a date on one. It was really awkward, but it was really fun. Um, and and I, I know you guys have seen the stories of like people uh, literally waiting in lines in Final Fantasy XIV. So what happens is there are, your house has a, a capacity. 
And so if you reach it and you're like at the nightclub, you'll see like lines of people waiting to get in because people have to leave so that people can go in and oh, then you man. just have a great time. Yeah, it's wonderful. And there's like a live DJ there on Twitch and like you, you go in and you see yourself and it, it was great. I had a great time. I, we like party hopped to like three different nightclubs. It was wonderful. Um, anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. So Rain Nightclub is on the Balmung server and they decided to spend uh, a lot of money because apparently gamers just have lots of money. I guess and so! They, like, <laughs> they have so much money. Um, and they bought four billboards in four different states to advertise their Final Fantasy XIV in-game nightclub. Which is, of course, not going to make them any money because they're literally just advertising on these billboards a roleplay experience that you can come to. And also, it's kind of weird because if you don't play Final Fantasy XIV, it makes no sense. Um, <laughs> like, it literally is just like this billboard with these characters on it. Uh, however, the billboard does have the final, the official Final Fantasy XIV and Square Enix logo on it. And within that billboard, uh, the characters that took pictures in-game are using modded content, which is, of course, against the terms of service for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, so, what ended up happening was, once these billboards went up, a lot of people got really upset because the modding community is already like, hey... Square is always cracking down on us, so now you have this huge billboard in the middle of Texas that they're going to see, and then they're going to be really, really mad. Um, and also, the the Rain Night Club is known for its more adult-themed um, stuff. Uh, I didn't say ERP. Um, I have questions. <laughs> I, I have answers for you after the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they're, they're known for their more adult-themed stuff, so the biggest issue that lots of people had was that if you go to their Discord, which is prominently displayed on this billboard, um, or if you go to the website that's associated with their free company, uh, you will see lots of adult-themed things. And um, it looks as if, if you look at the billboard, it looks as if uh, Square Enix and Final Fantasy XIV are endorsing this event because the official logos uh, of both are plastered on the billboard. So the community has been... Some people thought it was really cool to see these billboards for an in-game event. Some people were like, wow, you spent a shit ton of money for an in-game event that's not making you any money. That seems really stupid. And then other people were just like, uh, yeah, Square's going to sue the shit out of you very soon, <laughs> as soon as they see these. Um, and I kind of wanted you guys' opinions on on like what this means to you. And, and just to wrap up the story, the billboards have, since, the, since this happened have actually been taken down now because um the owners who did pay for getting the billboards up have received love and hate but uh so much that they've been um taken down there was like a a scenario in which one of the players said that they got banned the the player who said that they were on the billboard got banned but that has since proven to have been not true based on what i've seen so there's been lots of uh drama around this but how do you guys feel about this? Like, I'm telling you the story. What is your initial reaction to hearing that someone paid, like, f more than $4,000 per billboard for four billboards to go up to advertise an in-game event that they're not making any money off of, but then they also plaster the Square Enix logo and FF14 logo on there so it looks legit? How, like, what are you thinking? That's I want this kind of money to spend on games. I'm saying. 500000 Diablo, 4000 on a billboard. Somebody hook me up. I'll... <laughs> Like, put crazy. something out in the world. I don't know. Really it's though, crazy. like I'm sure they had a good time, and I'm just hoping that. Well, I don't even know actually, because something I forgot to tell you was that uh, a lot of the people who were working the event they ended up quitting 
So I don't even know if they had staff to work the event anymore because there was so much bad press um, off of just people really not liking the idea of this billboard being up. People just being like, hey, you guys are advertising an adult-themed thing and it looks like Square Enix is like doing this for you and you guys are literally going against the terms of service and plastering it in the middle of Texas like, what idiots? Not my words, their words. Um, so I, I don't even know if the event went down. I was going to sneak in, but I couldn't because I was busy that night. Mm. <laughs> well, I guess we don't know. Like, 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 like. Assuming they had a good time. I mean, again, if you got that much money and you want to just like so much money to come and you want to just have like a big party, sure. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's how it is with most parties. After all, like, uh, like, <laughs> like if you're having like a house party, like you're you're unless it's like a BYOB kind of deal, you're pretty much paying all the expenses and all you really you're spending all this money to host this big party for people and you're, all you're really getting out of it is the fun of having the party. So I guess it's kind of like a really extreme example of that. But again, like he just said, Jarrell, maybe it wasn't good for them. And maybe they just spent all that money and had a horrible time. Uh, for their sakes, I hope that's not the case. But it could very well be the case. Um, I mean, the only way to find out is that we all have to go onto the Belmonk server next Saturday and see if they're still hosting parties. It's the only way. I guess it's the only way. Let me know Let me know next podcast. So. I'll just Google, what was it, ERP you said? That... No, don't say it. <laughs> Don't say that anymore on the podcast. Oh my god. Good times. I'll just Google it and see what happens. Oh my god, are you really going to... Okay, whatever. Have fun. Uh, it shows I've up some tech... I've heard it talked a lot about, and I just it don't It shows, know. like, some tech thing. So, so the ERP means erotic roleplay. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Don't look for any more, though. Like, uh, uh, don't do Google image searches. Now, now, also, now that don't you, go yeah. into, like, CD corners that are shady on RP servers. Not like Gabe that one time. <laughs> you made I... Okay, no. anyways. No, no I remember I when we were, I think when we were on episode 69, we're all, like, looking up. Like, right, that's what it was. I was trying to remember when, when rule, that one that was. Like, rule thirty four of like everything, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> rule thirty four Sephiroth. That's what I learned. What rule thirty four was because I had no right. Idea. You learned that on the well, podcast. I so much and, on this podcast. And, and <laughs> me, Gabe, uh, me, Gabe, and Sterling had to educate you and Kelly too. Because wait, Kelly, you knew about rule thirty four, right? Of course, yes. Oh yeah, so Jarrell, so Jarrell, so Jarrell was the only one that didn't know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I googled uh, um, Final Fantasy fourteen ERP and I'm looking. <laughs> um, I, mean, I feel like every time Leslie comes on the podcast, we do this. Again. I feel like it would be. I feel like it would be like kind of fun. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm a boyfriend. Is that like? Okay, so I've invite him. For it. I've oh yeah, there's like some, there's some morals in that. Yeah, what? Like, yeah, like, and, am I am I cheating if I do that? I mean, <laughs> it's fictional. Okay, I mean, also oh, it depends on it depends on how far you go. Also, like, if you're just gonna have straight out listen. sex with someone virtually, then I mean, that's between you and your morals. So I don't do anything halfway. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's that question. So the. It's, uh-huh. Uh, I just have... Um, <laughs> I feel like you have so many So it's just like Anyways. happening, like, they're meeting in the game, and then they're yes. they're having their own little voice calls and doing other things. Yes. Uh, it'll I either be through text or voice. Okay. I was like... I don't think so you can, like, has tools so that you can 
do your thing, but well, I mean, also the people on this billboard had modded content. Do not True. assume yeah. that there is not lots of yeah, mods for FF14 because I have seen lots of mods for FF14, and um, you can type as if you are your character through roleplay, like, um, and then you just like flag yourself for RP, go in a little corner, and just have like virtual. Uh, uh, how do you say like? How do you say virtual sex, but like typing? What is that called? I guess it's called sexting? ERP, never mind. Um, the, sexting, that's what I was looking for. And then you just go like sex in a corner and then just don't tell your partner. And now you're getting a divorce like two years later because of some random that you met on Final Fantasy fourteen. Can you can you imagine the divorce yeah, court proceedings for that? There's like my partner <laughs> my partner sexted someone else on Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm sorry, hold on. Let, 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 let me let me try let me try this again. <laughs> But I'm, I mean, I'm they are all because, sexy. That's the problem. I'm 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 I'm, I'm divorced my partner because he was uh, sexting in the critically acclaimed Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> in the critically acclaimed yeah. MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> where you can play up to level sixty and through and, and Heavensward. Um, yeah, the sexting is fine. If they get married to the person that they're sexting in game, then you should be very concerned. That's when you should be like, all right, this this is this is crossing a line. Um, okay, anyway, um, any thoughts on the billboard? Okay, I thought the billboards were cool. So the first thing I saw of the billboards, I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. But then, like, it slowly just developed into, like, oh, you're getting a cease and desist from Square Enix. Like, (laughs) But, like, I still kind of, like, want to go. I've always wanted to go do that. Like, I've always wanted to go to, like, the clubs in Final Fantasy XIV. I think that... If they're having like Twitch DJs and stuff, they have potential to make money. Like, what yeah, I would assume sure. happened was probably people put in money to pay for the billboards, and then you kind of like could hopefully make it back. But also, it's like if you're into that, if that's what you want to do with your time, then having people come to like your club and Final Fantasy 14 is like you've made it or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. you could potentially make a lot of money off of that content. So, we just live in that we just live in that time now. Like you can make a lot of money off content. So realistically they could have made money. I don't know. They're spending like four grand each. There's multiple billboards. Um, but like the modded content thing, I had no idea. I mean, obviously on PC there's mods. Like there's mods probably on consoles too, but like there's always mods for games, but I didn't realize it was against like terms of service. I just wasn't uh aware of that so and to put it on the billboard i mean come on yeah (sighs) it's crazy i agree with you because i thought at first like wow that's really cool like i wish that i had money and i could host an event and put that shit on a billboard like half the people that drive by have no idea what it's about but that's just really cool to like be able to do that and also to, to your point as well they actually did this first of all this is to me one of those like no press is bad press situations because everybody's talking about their guild mm-hmm. everybody was looking up like this entire situation so they definitely got some some like people's eyes on them and they also released it during the latest patch which um allows you to travel to data centers so before you could only visit people in the same data center as you like north america asia etc but now they have uh, just implemented uh data center travel so that anyone from any data center can come visit you so essentially what they did was like hey we have this event we're gonna put up these really big billboards and now literally anyone in the game can come here because before it was restricted to just people on your data center now it's like anyone that wants to can come over so uh, like what a great time 
to put up a billboard to try to get as many people as possible to your event just so that it could be talked about as the event of the century. And I don't think they did it for money. They did it to like be like, hey, this is what we do. This is awesome. We've got some extra cash. Like, come join us. Now anybody can come. It's fucking awesome. Now, did they do it the right way? Of course not. <laughs> like, you, Especially you know, like, why would you put the logos and stuff? On like, there, yes. people, people that know the game would be able to see your character and be like, that's Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. But then you're like, Square Enix is probably massive and rich legal team to come down with the hammer they're gonna just shut that whole server down yeah and it's not even like it's not even you did it like you know on twitter it's like you put this shit big as shit like you bought this huge billboard and it's like look at me look at me please and then when they look at you you're gonna be in trouble yeah um so this came out today um, from IGN, written by Ryan Dinsdale, that some BMW car features can only be unlocked with microtransactions. That's fun. Um, <laughs> heated seats are the latest microtransaction available in some high-end BMW cars, joining other features such as advanced cruise control and automatic beam switching as monthly subscriptions. As reported by The Verge, BMW currently offers the feature in the UK, Germany, New Zealand, and South Africa for the equivalent of around $18 a month or $415 for lifetime access available to purchase on its store. Um, If a customer's car has the option to buy heated seats or other add-ons, then the components and functionality already exist within the vehicle, but BMW has a software block that prevents them from being used without paying. Yeah, so how are we feeling about this one? We are living Hack in wild. We are living in wild ass times that they can just apply this to like fucking cars. It's so funny to me. Like, I, it's not funny, but like, I can't imagine going to buy my first BMW and then like finding out later on that I have to pay a like, monthly fee for transactions. Like, if y'all don't take this shit back and like fuck you guys, like, excuse my language. Oh my god, like, freak you guys. Like, are you serious? <laughs> BMWs are expensive cars. And then you're gonna put something like this behind, like, cruise controls, like, auto in a freaking car. Like, why are you making these? First of all, my biggest issue with this is that these aren't even, like, exclusive features. These are literally features in every car that you buy. It's like, it's literally removing the features that you already had and making you pay for yeah. it. And if uh-huh. this happened in video games, like, with micro- microtransactions that were just, like, removing any type of integral part of a game, and then making you pay for it, I think people would be in a freaking uproar, as they should be with this. Mm-hmm. Why I gotta pay y'all $18 a month for heated seats? That's crazy! That's crazy! That's crazy! I'm sorry, I'm very upset. You get, Go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick that uh, <laughs> my boy George McMuffins is on chat, and he says, I mean, getting a BMW is already a microtransaction as it is. Exactly! <laughs> and then imagine paying an additional $18 a month or $450 a year or for lifetime access. But like, I don't want to pay an extra $500 after I pay taxes for the BMW that I just bought, which I'm sure is going to be over the $500 that I already got to pay. Man, miss, I can miss. see a world where like, they just keep adding more of this and then we're going to be paying for air conditioning on a monthly <laughs> subscription. And that in would your be... Car. Yeah. Like, what's to stop them if this is successful? You know, we've seen yeah. it happen in games software block your 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 brakes don't work your card declined (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) and that's the worst part you're gonna have to pay for it like you can't even not pay for the essentials oh my god imagine barely imagine bearing through a railroad and just calling it's like hey let me get your credit card number right now i'm gonna die hey start to start talking (laughs) honestly like that's how tesla already is like the doors just lock when the car's on fire like oh well 
Good luck getting out of there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Whoa, any other thoughts on this before I move on? I'm no, good. we're good. All right. Uh, so, HBO and HBO Max oh. content officer Casey Bloys has revealed that The Last of Us will premiere closer to early 2023, which uh. is like not really a reveal, but I guess it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Last of Us, the, the show, early 2023 on HBO Max. How are you guys feeling about this? Are you excited for the show? Do you want to see it? Is it too much Last of Us at one time? What are we thinking? I'm okay with the show, like mainly because of who they cast. Like Pedro Pascal as Joel, and um, God, I, I can't remember the actress. I can see her face in my in my head, but uh, if no, you can't I'm, remember her name, then I don't believe anything you're saying. Because okay. if she was that good of an actress, you remember her name. She, isn't her? Isn't she Liana Mormont from correct. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Correct, and that's a great that's, actress. Yeah, I, just, I know her yeah. character name on Game of Thrones. Yeah, that, same here. Actress. I know. I know the. I know the character's name. And goddamn, she was a great actress. Gosh, but, they were both in Game of Thrones then. They were HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah I Pedro was before he like really blew up. Yeah, no, like I, I so I went to uh, MegaCon. Uh, Wesley might know it. Kelly might know it. Shit, it's in Orlando, and um, I went. And Pedro Pascal was there, and the main thing that they were advertising <laughs> was the was the fact that um, Pedro Pascal he played um, Oprah and Martel, and, and that was the big thing that he was known <laughs> for at the time. And now thinking about all his roles that he's gotten since then, I'm like, he went to MegaCon, <laughs> like with all the roles he has now. It's just crazy to think about. No, like, I, like I, I I love The Last of Us, and uh, I think this is a good cast. I think I think a show made by HBO is a good way to do it because I'd be worried if it was a movie and I'd be worried if it was a show that was kind of like in a, a, a network that wouldn't be able to give it the right budget. Yep, that's a good picture too. But So I, th- I think uh, HBO series uh, is supposed to only... Do we know if it's supposed to be more than one season? Because I think one season is plenty to do the plot of the game. They're, they're doing the entire game in one season, yeah, which that's... I kind of have a problem with. But You don't think they could do it in I one would've... season? No, I think they can. I just like... I don't know. I just feel like it's going to feel like uh, rushed maybe. I don't know. In my head before they announced it was one season, I was assuming like every season in the game was going to be a season. So like Ooh, the entire winter section with the, you know, cannibals and all that stuff would be like its own season and David would be like the villain of that season kind of thing. Mm, um, so like I'm a little bummed cuz like that is one of my favorite parts of the game cuz it's just so tense and dramatic and now it's probably going to be like one episode. But HBO is pretty good so i'm sure it's gonna i don't yeah, want to linger too much on like the uh the the weeds here because i do i think we should talk more about general stuff but i do want to say this real quick um in regards to like the seasons things the only really long season of the first last one was, was like the summer season that was like essentially like the first half of the game and the second half mm-hmm. was kind of like the other seasons winter was particularly short um the only way they can really lay from that is if they do the la- 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 left behind dlc left content behind. as well but uh yeah i don't know I'm, I'm interested to see it. If it's like 10 episodes, that seems to be like the HBO standard. 10 episodes, I think it could be done. I'd be interested to see how it goes. Yeah, anyway, to, all that to say, Jarrell, I, I'm looking forward to the show. It may be a lot of Last of Us with the also the Part 1 re- remake coming out as well. But I think that's also what they kind of want. Like, I think they're spacing out enough because the, uh, the remake, I think, is supposed to be coming out September, October. Which one was it? It was like, I forgot the exact September date. September 1st or 2nd? Yeah, yeah, so September then. Yeah. Okay, and then this is coming out early 2023. That's up to six months later. I think that, I think by the time it'll come out, I don't think it'll feel overwhelming. Though I, though I, yeah, maybe not. 
I, I'm going to immediately retract what I just said because within six months, you're getting two versions of the original Last of Us story. So maybe not. I don't know. It just depends on how much people want <laughs> and how much they enjoy it, I suppose. But I, I think, mean, I think they're also attracting two different audiences, too. Exactly. I was going to say that, too. Mm. Yeah, because there's some people that, you know, they, they just don't play video games and they won't, uh, but they'll be watch the HBO show and get a chance to see the story. And I'm, it's a very cinematic game anyway, so I think it'll translate very well into a television form. There's a lot of there's a lot. There, let's be real. There's a lot of stuff. There's stuff, story stuff in The Last of Us that could be cut out because it's you know like this whole scene where they're just like ah oh, shit. There's three guys on us is to teach us waist high cover. That I mean that scene could probably just be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I'm excited for the show. I wasn't at first because I didn't care, um, but now I care because I saw that picture and that picture literally sold me. Because at first I was not convinced. I have only seen season one of Game of Thrones, so I've not seen either of their performances in Game of Thrones. So I literally was not mm. convinced. Kelly, you know this already. I don't know why you made that face. <laughs> um, but this picture, uh, this promotional image that they have did kind of sell me on the situation. And also, one of my biggest problems with The Last of Us is that I really love story in video games, and I hate that you have... And I've talked about this before, so I won't go on about it, but I hate that there are some sections um, and uh, specific information that you will miss if you're not standing in a specific spot at a specific time mm. with Ellie right uh, next yeah. to you. Yeah. I hate that. <clears throat> Dude, there was a... There was a there was an optional thing, like in the part of Last of Us uh, One, where you are near in the like the uh, the university. You have to. There's a specific missable dialogue where you have to be like having Joel look up to the left at a sign that's like out of your view to get a dialogue. Like I was trying to get the. I remember back in the day, I was trying to get the trophy of like find all of the bonus dialogue with Ellie, and I seen to be missing. I was like, what the fuck am I missing? And then I looked up a guide. It's like I had to look that way at that specific moment to get a dialogue. What? Why? Oh, when man. I tell you guys that I hate that, I'm playing Tales of Arise, I'm trying to finish it, and I literally have to stand there for like five minutes while they all talk, because if I walk, I will walk into an enemy, and then I'll uh, miss the entire fucking dialogue. I so I literally, like, my, my, my partner was here, and he was like, why are you standing there? I was like, because if I walk away, they're not going to say what they have to say. So now I have to stay here for like five minutes to, like, let them finish saying it. But I do want to hear it, so I'm going to sit here the whole time. I hate when video games do that. Don't do that in your games. Or at least finish the dialogue when I finish the fight. Don't just make it go away. I hate that. Uh, but yeah, as far as The Last of Us, um, how you guys feel about the $70 price point for The uh, Last of Us Part 1 remake? I think 70 is a bit much. Mm -hmm. I, I think a 50 or 60 would have been better. But, I mean, it's... it's uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I want to say it's like being built from the ground up, but, like, it's really not. Like, it's... They seem to be using the same performance that they used for the original because they specifically said, yeah. like they they use like for the scene with Tess specifically, they're using her same performance with the motion capture that they used for the original 2013 game, but now rendered in the engine that Last of Us Part Two was used, so it looks a lot significantly better. So it's not like they're having all the actors come back and redo the same lines, right? It's it's very much using all that stuff again, just in better hard way. So I get it, but at the same time, I don't know if. If it can be, if it, it's it's very difficult to justify seventy if you've never played the game yourself. Now that being said, I'm a freaking Last of Us fiend. I'm definitely gonna get this, but like I'm saying for like the average consumer, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be worth it to a lot of them, especially since the remaster still looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'll right? be. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna buy it on day one. So all of everything I'm about to say is silly because <laughs> I'm gonna be spending the seventy dollars no problem. 
on Last of Us. Um, but yeah, like we paid sixty for the original, and it came mm-hmm. with The Last of Us and a whole multiplayer component that mm-hmm. is pretty beloved. And now they're charging ten dollars more, and it's missing the entire multiplayer component, which I guess it comes with the DLC, but that doesn't equate to me. Um, so yeah, it seems a little cash grabby to be. I mean, it's not a catcher. It does seem like a lot of work's went into it, but yeah, $70 seems a bit much. We're getting less game than we got with the remaster in 2014 and then the original in 2013. So, mm-hmm. I think my biggest problem with it, um, and I would still pay $70 because we've talked on the podcast before about how developers deserve the amount of money, um, but I think my biggest problem with it is when did The Last of Us 2 come out? Uh, Last of Us Part 2 came out 2020. 2020? Yeah. yeah. So two years ago? Yes, two years ago. I paid lots of money two years ago for the brand new game. Um, I probably have The Last of Us, uh, like, probably have three copies. One I bought originally. I'm sure I have it for free somewhere because of PlayStation. I probably got another one when I bought a PlayStation. Like, it's it's a lot for the same game. Like, even though I didn't pay for the other ones, it's like, damn, I literally already have this game, like, three times. What are they really providing for me? For me to buy it, I don't even think of it as ten dollars more. I think of it as a full seventy dollars because I'm repurchasing this game that is how old now? Twenty thirteen was its release. You said yeah, by the time yeah, yeah, almost a decade, nine years. Is and and the remaster is how old? Uh, eight years ago, because the remaster only came out a year later. It was like it was like an early PS4 game. But mm-hmm. you can literally still get it uh, uh, for free on PS Plus, like, right now. You sure can. It's part of the PS Plus, PlayStation Plus collection on PlayStation 5. You have free access to the remaster. So what would be the purpose of buying the same game again for $70? It looked pretty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's it. No, he's, Fair he's enough. Like, it looked pretty. Fair enough. <laughs> They've done some other stuff, too. I think they said they've improved. I replayed Last of Us right before Last of Us Part 2, and... It's still like a ten out of ten game, but the AI is pretty wonky. And oh yeah, so AI that's is just so, a little stupid. So that and is I think one reworking all that. That is one thing I like. That's one of the few um, downsides to the originals. Like that that uh, the, that AI could be pretty uh, stupid sometimes. The Last of Us Part Two, I think. I I think the Last of Us Part Two is is how that game was how difficult that game was intended to be because the AI was not stupid in that game. And yeah. I, I could not, I could not get away with what as much as I did in the first game. So I can, I already know that when I played the last was part one of the remake, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to have a much harder time because the AI is not going to be so stupid. <laughs> Speaking of stupid AI. Oh, where's this segue this going? Like, that's actually not even going anywhere. If it did though, man, that would have been a godlike was... segue. <laughs> I was talking about the quarry, and it does not have stupid AI. It just has stupid me who can't press buttons and kill everybody. So it is not stupid AI. I am the problem here. Uh, but yeah, the quarry has um, the Until Dawn developer, of course. Mm-hmm. Supermassive Games has been acquired by Nordis Games, which also uh, has owns owns the Just Cause developer Avalanche Studios and Mercury Steam, and uh, which is the team behind Metroid Dread. Um, yeah, so they've also now acquired uh, Supermassive Games, and I think that's awesome. Um, as long as they are able to continue to, you know, make games in the way that they want to, uh, extra money, uh, is always great. Um, but yeah, uh, did anyone play, aside from Kelly, because I know Kelly did, uh, Wesley, did you play the quarry at all? I have it loaded and ready to play, but I haven't started yet because I want to play it with, um, my wife Gabby, but 
we just haven't had the time to. But I'm very, very excited, and I have not been spoiled of anything, so it should be a good time. Oh my god. Ooh. You guys are going to have such a great time playing together. Did you play Until Dawn? Nope, but I wish I did. I played the first, like, hour of it, and I played it, I guess, at a time when I was too busy or something, because I, I just never went back, even though I loved the first hour. Um, yeah, I don't know. I need to go back. Speaking of Until Dawn, I, it's so crazy to me that PlayStation never did gobble up this studio, because it's... I, that's yeah. kind of, what I was going to say with yeah. this. I've it's, always associated them with PlayStation. Aren't the Dark yeah. Pictures games PlayStation exclusive as well? No. They're not? Yeah, they're on Xbox and... Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder why they never did. Oh, well. I, I agree with you, Wesley. I always associate them with um, with uh, PlayStation. I do as well, uh, Because yeah. Until Dawn was the was the original that was um, exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, and when I, was, when I was about to buy the quarry, I was like, damn, do I buy it on PlayStation or do I buy it on Xbox? I bought it on Xbox, which was a mistake because um, actually it might not be a mistake. Ke Kelly, are you gonna are we gonna play together on multiplayer? I have it on PC. Can we can we play together? All right, if me and Kelly can't play together, then it was a mistake. What's there's, the a, <laughs> uh -huh. there's a co-op like a, but I don't know if it's an online co-op. I thought it was. Yeah, like they just released a they just released a, a patch for online co-op. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it's like crossplay between like Xbox and PC. So I bought it on Xbox, but all my friends are playing on PlayStation. Wesley, what system did you buy for? PlayStation. There it is. You see. Like that—that's my problem now. Um, I bought it on Xbox because I wasn't playing my Xbox. I was like, I should probably play this thing, so I bought the Corey on Xbox. It does not have crossplay either. I looked it, it up. It does not have crossplay. See, so I'm just gonna be stuck playing by myself while all my friends get to play together on PlayStation. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Bayonetta three has a release date. It does. Ten twenty eight. Beta 3 comes out at 1028. There uh, is a new trailer. There's also a new character that you can play as. But most importantly. Mm -hmm. The announcement of Bayonetta 3 came with uh, Naive Angel Mode, which allows you to essentially play the game and have Bayonetta not be as naked. So, like, <laughs> if you want to play, but your mom's around, or your little kids are around, or, you know, someone who's uh, who does not want to see Bayonetta shaking that ass while she casts spells, um, and shoots things, you can keep her clothes on and play the game in a more modest way. Uh, however, the game is still rated M for Mature, which, yeah. <laughs> great. I think it should be. I think Bayonetta is awesome. I did not finish it, but from what I did play, I loved it. She's such an iconic character. Don't put clothes on her! Let her be free! Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Bayonetta 3, October 28th, uh, this new mode that allows you to play the game and have her stay a little bit more modest than normal so you can play in the living room and not be weirded out uh, by family members who think you're a creep doing ERP or, with or, a, <laughs> an unreal character. Or, um, or on the go, since the Switch, you can just play this game on the go, too, so if you're playing on the bus and... <laughs> You Bro, I don't care, man. I'm keeping that mode off. I'll be honest. Exactly. I don't care where I am. It's Bayonetta booties out in my house. Ex like. As it should be. As <laughs> it should is be. That, as is the it, developers intended. Wesley, you yes. and I are kindred spirits, because I just want to say this real quick. Um, is anyone familiar with the anime Food Wars? Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, I have watched Sorry. episodes of that on work <laughs> break. And just, and just, and just, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, shit. Is this happening? Uh, uh, then the third time I was like, 
Fuck it. Let's <laughs> 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 fuck it. If someone passes, you know, I'll answer questions. If not, I don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't know these I know people. Who I, am. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know these motherfuckers. Oh man. I tried. I tried Food Wars, and that first episode, I was like, I, I asked. I was like, so are they just gonna orgasm every time they eat something? That, like, is that the whole show? That, that, and the answer was yes. And the I was answer like, is right, yes. Well, this is just probably not for me. I gotta watch Food Wars. That show's great. Like, you got you should. Like, you should. Hey, Wes, is it just because like the food's so good that they're just like, yes? It's because the food. The it, food's so good, their clothes fly off, and they're just like, oh, and I'm like, what? Damn. It's just food. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Wesley, hey, hey, Wesley, hit me up. I get if you it. Are, I get it. Wesley, hit me. <laughs> Wesley, hit me up if you ever want to do a uh, food war speak. I'm in. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's, since we're speaking on anime, uh, Attack on Titan is coming to Dead by Daylight. And uh, really? that image that they have looks so freaking cool. And I just think it's crazy that Dead by Daylight is still going. In a good way. I think that in a good way. Um, they've just been adding like tons and tons of stuff. So yeah, they're, they're coming with uh, an Attack on Titan. Um, Attack on Titan. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Wow. The, uh, killer. Yeah, thanks. I'm just losing everything. Is the Titan going to be the killer? I'm assuming so. That's it has awesome. to be, but it doesn't. Really, to me, it doesn't really like that fit. Bar- that barely looks like a you Titan know? from that image. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's right there. But, oh, I, I see it. Oh, that's freaking. Oh shit! I was about to say it's called Armor Titan. <laughs> I was about to say the name of the Armor Titan, but I was like, ooh, let me not. It's season two, but still, I don't want to spoil it for nobody. You don't wow. spoil it for me. I haven't started season two. But I'm with Kelly on this one. I, I think it's out of place, but I also think it's really cool. It's, it's so cool. strange because they're like the Fortnite of like horror, <laughs> horror <laughs> yeah. games, really. Honestly. Um, and I never would have thought that they would be doing a, 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 a collaboration with Attack on Titan because like, well, how, is he just going to be large? Like, I don't know where, like, is he just really fat? Yeah. Like, I, like, like, I, I, I assume it just has to be the, the Titan form, but just smaller because it would just be ridiculous if they were full size. There's well, no, if it's not full size, yeah. it's not real. It's not. I don't want it. It's yeah. not. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know why they bother. I don't know why they bother. The design alone is not what makes them terrifying. It's their size. Now the only cool, but but I but I but I will but I will give it some credit. Like even though even though you know if they're not big, it's not as good. Um, all the different like the special titans in Attack on Titan do have like different powers. Like uh, armored titan, of course, he's armored. Uh, there's one titan that has like really big jaws. That's one that's really fast. So depending on how they do that, it could still be interesting for in terms of the gameplay of how Dead by Daylight is because all the killers have the different perks. So it it could still be interesting. But yeah, still lame. If they're not, you know, big. I also wonder if this is the right audience for this. Um, I mean, Attack on Titan is as modern horror as you can get with the way the Titans, like, brutalize the people in those shows, so... But it's, it's anime. I don't know if those, like, horror plus anime people, like, intersect. Well, there definitely is a horror anime jo- subgenre. Yeah. Love, right? I, I, but, like, sure, sure, fair. I, I don't know that my friends who are like, oh yeah, it's Freddy, are also gonna be like, oh yeah, it's Armor Titan. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I've seen both. Like, I haven't finished Attack on Titan. Like, I've seen it, though. The first season, the first episode is just, like, so shocking. Like, you're not expecting what's going to happen. Like, you're just not. You're never going to expect, like, what's going to happen. But, like, as, like, a horror fan, I don't know if that's, to me, horror. 
it's mean, a yeah, horror anime, yeah, but yeah. is it really scary? I know a cartoon monster is not gonna get me, you know. Um, yeah. Whereas I used to have nightmares about fucking Dead by Daylight and seeing that like, uh, God, what's her name? The, the axes. One, yeah. Yeah, the huntress. Yeah. I used to like be humming her lullaby to sleep and like looking oh, out of the God. covers like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, like it does. It does make me wonder, like on the subject of horror anime, like if if the door, Attack on Titan obviously got picked because it's very popular. But if they did open the door to like other like horror anime, like I'm thinking like uh, Tokyo Ghoul, Parasite. Um, to, me, to me, none Uzumaki. of those are horror anime. Uh, Tokyo yeah, Tokyo Ghoul is not horror, uh, like, but but it's po- but it's popular. Um, but not, but Uzumaki and um, Parasite would definitely be considered horror for me as as far as anime goes. Parasite I, horror? I think so. It's it's body horror for sure. No, the oh never mind. Parasite the Maxim specifically. I don't know if there's like a different one. I'd still would not consider that a horror anime. Man, I man, I would. <laughs> That's just me though. Well, you know what's not a horror anime? Oh, what's not a horror? Because um, I'm running out of time here. Kirby! Kirby's not a horror anime. Yeah! And that was a new game! Let's uh, so go! four-player fun in Kirby's Dream Buffet, which is essentially... Uh, what is that game called? Oh, my God. Um, Fall Guys, but with Kirby, I've heard it be called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's coming out. Uh, I think Brandon's pretty excited. I, I'm really excited about it. It got announced on my birthday, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> but uh, but um, uh, the reason why I'm excited for it is because, I mean, obviously there's some Fall Guys similarities, but to me, it's more similar to, there's been a lot of Kirby games that have come out in the past where it's him not just walking, it's like literally him just rolling around and you just like going on a course or something like that. I think I've done some dozen whole episodes on some of those old Kirby games where he's just rolling around instead of just like, whatever. And then it's based on like the gourmet race because you're literally trying to get as much food as possible as you're trying to get to the finish line, which is for those who like Kirby Superstar, like that's welcome. But the most important thing, though, is that you can do all this stuff multiplayer. Now, goddammit, Nintendo, I need you to put online multiplayer in this game. Otherwise, this whole thing is trash. You've ruined it all if it doesn't have online play. Like, I like I am... I hate that I have to be cautiously optimistic for, or cautiously excited for this game. But damn it, Nintendo drops the ball so many times on, like, having online on the games where it really would matter. Like... Like Kirby, the Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which just came out uh, not too long ago, has co-op. It's not online co-op though, so I was like, "Damn it!" And I think there was a game that, yeah, I remember what it was. WarioWare Get It Together, which came out last year. I mm-hmm. almost bought. I almost bought that game. I had a launch stream plan with Grayson because I, I know he was gonna get that game. It's like we were gonna play that together. And then I, a week before I found the game, didn't have online. It's like, all right, stream canceled. We're just gonna do a regular part of our regular playthrough. Because what else am I going to do? I'm not, I'm, I, I, if, if, it, if I was going to play, if I would buy it, I'd play it like once and we'll, we'll probably would play a game. That was, the multiplayer was what was going to keep me coming to that game. But it wasn't online. So, Nintendo, this better have online. <laughs> <laughs> better I, have online. I will buy it for people to play with if it has online. That, this is literally changing. This is literally going to be the difference between whether I buy the game once or buy the game several times. <laughs> so, do you the thing. It's, a, it's a, it, and the only reason I'm willing to do that is because this is they cl- clarified this is an eShop game. It's not going to be full price. This is probably going to be like twenty bucks. Yeah. So it's I can stomach spending twenty dollars three times over than like spending a hundred eighty. So 
I think it, it's not it's whatever however much it ends up being. It's definitely not going to be a very long game or very deep game. It'll just be cool fun with friends. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I stand. On Kirby's Dream Buffet. It also looks adorable. Like uh, the images of Kirby just kind of like l just sitting in like the cake, just like looking up with his cute smile. <laughs> so cute. Kirby's gonna take over the world, and I'm here for it. Honestly, just put him in every game. Just just put Kirby in everything, and just it'll be fine. Everything, yeah. Um, I have one last story before we run out of time here, um, and it's about a League of Legends streamer who was trapped in a three-hour match by trolls before getting banned, because, like, that's how things work, apparently. Um, this is from PCGamer.com, written by Molly Taylor. Q Kuhari was slapped with a 14-day ban after the artificially extended match from Hell. A Korean League of Legends streamer spent three hours locked in a ranked match with stream snipers before being handed a 14-day ban by Riot. Uh, Kim Kuhari Sohyun was streaming her Summoner's Rift game on Africa TV, a Korean streaming service similar to Twitch, when two players from her own team and two players from the enemy team decided to lock her into a lengthy match. With players from her own team clearing minions and informing the other team of her whereabouts, the match was artificially extended to over three hours. Um, attempts to abandon the match failed due to the majority voting against it and Kuhari was killed a grand total of 120 times before it was finally over. It even looks like she gave up halfway through and started playing a game on FIFA on the side. She stayed, had Kuhari had stayed in the match with the hopes of not receiving a ban or timeout for going AFK, but she was later slapped with a 14-day ban from Riot. Presumably, it's an automated ban, one triggered by a high death count or mass reports by her snipers. Kihari also submitted her own support ticket to Riot. Frustratingly, her match was so lengthy that it didn't appear on League Stats site OP.GG, making it difficult to easily prove at a glance what went down. So, the last story I want to talk about, how do you how do you guys feel about this? Did Riot, like, not handle it because it was probably automated? Uh, did she just get fucked over by her teammates? Like, what would you do in this situation? How do you feel about the whole thing before we wrap this bad boy up? How are you feeling about this last sad story? Well, this definitely sucks for the, the, for the person in question. And it's worse because, <laughs> yeah, it's not a... Unless they said, like saw like the stream evidence itself, it's very difficult to kind of like point out this issue. This is a very specific, sucky thing to happen, and that's why it's so hard to kind of like nail down the the issues here. So I can definitely see why it's diff like obviously Riot should do something about it, but I can understand why it's like they must have like go through like so many issues like uh, constantly, and they're constantly working to like ban those who are you know performing all kinds of misconduct. And I can't speak to their track record of how well they're doing on that, but I can say that something like this with a three hours three hour stream where they're basically trapped, like that's so targeted that like it's 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 kind of unbelievable. I would love to know why this even happened. Yeah, Not, just yeah. Like, how they get stuck in the trap? Like I know they didn't want to log out or go AFK because of the timeout, but at this point, shoot, I feel like the timeout would have been better than a fourteen day ban. Sure. I think yeah. you you would get the ban anyway, no? Oh, you get a ban for just quitting? I think if you like time out like I think if you time out like purposely, then you would get a ban anyway. Mm. Oh, dang. Wow. I think that, I don't know. I that, could all, be that all seems kind of harsh. Yeah. I like games that let you like 
quit once or twice before they yeah before they hit you because the sometimes you know sometimes you gotta go to the bathroom or emergency yeah. or yeah. gotta go eat or something like what like a one strike thing is very draconian especially in this situation I mean, I could be yeah. wrong. I could be wrong. However, I did want to bring it up because I still felt like there should be some form of, like, fail-safe for something like this. And I I know it would be really hard for Riot or any sure. company to try to, to try to, you know, anticipate something like this happening. But I cannot imagine being stuck in a game for three hours from my own teammates and the opposite team literally working against me. Like, what do you do? Like, aside from just walk away and take a ban. Like, there should be some type of fail-safe for this, but I understand it would be really hard, and I just thought, like, how do you, what do you do in this situation, like? And so I decided to pose the question to you guys, what do you do in this situation? If you're, well, if... I mean... Sorry, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Kelly. No, like, if, if the person was streaming, then, and they were stream sniping, then that means they have proof of this happening, at least. So that is, like, a good thing, so, like, you can at least plead your case. But, um, Who's got the time yeah, but to she like? Said that the stream wasn't uploaded to um like because she wasn't using Twitch. She's using a different program, and that stream oh, was great. not uploaded yeah. on that program. So there's no proof of like what actually happened, aside from like I guess anyone who might have recorded it for her. So she doesn't have like a full three hour stream of what happened. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully <laughs> she can get it figured. out. I mean, that was like going to be the failsafe there, but okay, that's yeah. That's over. Uh, whatever. Um, rip. Rip. <laughs> fucking rip. You're banned. Make a new account. <laughs> right? Like, rip. I'm sorry that happened to you. Here's a 14-day ban. See you back in two weeks. <laughs> like, I would just never fucking play again. Even if I didn't get banned, even if that just happened to me, I would never play again. Like, there's been games yeah, where my yeah. lobby's been hacked, and I just never play again. Because what's the point? I don't want to go through utter torment. And especially once you've been targeted and singled out, you think they're not going to do it again? Like, it's it's just going to be a recurring thing, you know? Damn. You know what else is going to be a recurring theme? thing? This podcast. Yes! You stole it! This podcast. Uh, wait, and speaking of this podcast, Gabe is on chat. And, and he says, I've been telling myself companies should have a failsafe for timeout for years. They really should. They really should. Yeah. Because people are assholes now, especially people who are able to stream and, and raid and just go ruin your, your fun. Um, Wesley. Yes. How is uh, Dragon Ball Speak? Can you tell us all about it? Yeah. And it's um, plug the good. whole we, thing. Uh, subscribe at Dragon or YouTube.com slash Dragon Ball Speak. Um, we just made a Patreon, but it's like, uh, not like a legit, well, it's a legit one, but we're not out here asking you for like tons of dollars every month, just like a $1 or $5 subscription thing. Um, just cause we have some equipment we want to buy and yeah, we've done like 75 episodes, 74 episodes. So we figured why not? Um, if you want to see someone who is a, uh, a lifelong veteran Dragon Ball Z fan, um, and someone who has never watched it, that's me. Watch the entire series and then rank and review them on a scale of one to seven stars. That's what we're about. Um, it's a pretty graphic show. Over the years, it's turned into a <laughs> Every um, episode has become episode show. 69 for us. Yeah, it's, pretty it's, much. It's Wesley. It's Wesley. Yeah, Every time you come here, the same thing happens. We're looking up ERP it's, and Final Fantasy 14. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Honestly, you could marathon it's, episodes of Dragon Ball Speak and see the gradual transformation and just how, yeah. how let's how let's just say comfy they've gotten with behind. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's there's things that happen in that show and I'm like I can't not acknowledge it. So like 
it looks a certain way they're doing something also that show is sometimes that show is real horny there's like two characters who exist to be horny and you know that's dragon ball z um but yeah if you want to hear us talk explicitly about the show do it that's where we're at i was just gonna ask a question about the show but i feel like it's a spoiler so i can't ask because you're still catching up yeah we're in the um boo saga um i I think we're pretty it feels like we're pretty early in it I can't, I can't. Um, anything else you want to plug? Uh, nope, you can just follow me on Twitter, at LeBlancWest. Um, I just tweet about video games, and that's really it, yeah. It's been so wonderful having you. Yeah, it's been Thanks awesome back. Always so fun when you're here. I always have such a great time <laughs> when you're here. I, like, I, I literally do. I've, I have not laughed this much in a podcast in a long time. That's not saying anything bad about our other guests. They've all been great. I, I but bring the graphics. Me laugh as much. Just, you really every, do. Every Wesley episode's in episode 69. So It's <laughs> awesome. It is literally so fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, thank you, Kelly. Anytime. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, don't say that. Uh, I ain't got much going on right now. <laughs> okay. Well, fine. Anytime, anytime that I can get you on, I'll bring you back. Um, speaking, thank you, Brandon. And, and thank speaking, you, Wesley. And speaking of having back on, we may have you on very, very soon because I don't want to go into too much detail. There's a certain story on this podcast episode that we had to cut for for reasons, but we may be bringing that up uh, very, very shortly because I am very eager to have mm. the, have this discussion. And so, look forward to future podcast episodes because uh, we got some stuff to talk about. That's all I can really say. And um, if Gabe's still in chat. Um... Y'all can look forward to him coming back at some point, too. But in the meantime, a little surprise announcement. Uh, Christy's coming on the podcast. Week now, so um, anyone who has not seen the lovely Christy who streams every weekend with uh, Brandon on Friday, you can actually see her beautiful face. Um, if you want to see her even sooner, you can go watch her and I talk all about uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which Wesley we have to have a conversation about as well at some point. Anyway. We have lots of Final Fantasy things we have to talk about. Um, but yeah, you can go watch that on YouTube and maybe the VOD is still up on Twitch. I don't think so anymore, but it's also on HP Critical. So you can go to hpcritical.com, scroll down, you got a bunch of videos there. It should be still there. If not, you can go to our YouTube um, and check that out. Um, and yeah, so Chrissy's going to be here, so Kelly won't be the only girl anymore. Yay! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kelly. Yay! It's going to be great. Um, I'm always just surrounded by too many penises all the time, so I'm very excited to, to have less penis on the podcast. Um, Not yeah, on Fridays, and... anyway. Huh? Not on Fridays, anyway. What happens on Fridays? <laughs> uh, it went over his head. Just end the podcast, drum. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Okay, well, <laughs> you can explain it to me after. With that, um, thank you guys uh, so much. Thank you for everyone who listens every week. Thank you guys for watching. And yeah, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. 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 B